everybody and welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Got a Podcast. This one is still in Florida, still with the new microphone. Uh, not as good as the old one, but you know what, we'll be back eventually. Uh, but we're still having fun though, you know? So I'll tell you all about that in just a second. Okay, so what do I mean? Well, I've uh, been riding my bicycle a lot. I've looked at it and I've done about 240 kilometers of bicycle riding since I got here uh, the 31st or the 30th of July. So that's about, I, I, I honestly, I don't know how many kilometers that is per day. 12, 13, something like that. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it, it's 240 over the course of about eh, 19 days. So you do the math if you want. I'm not going to. Um, but other than that, you know, just riding my bicycle a lot, swimming in the pool, going for walks, enjoying delicious food. It's been a wonderful time. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about a cycling trip I took yesterday. I did 42 kilometers, or well, a hair over 42 kilometers, because, well, if you don't know, 40 point, I think about two kilometers is a marathon. So I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to cycle a marathon, you know, because I can't run one. <laughs> that would be uh, a bit much for my skill level. So I decided to cycle one, and I did, and it was really fun. So uh, the basic trip was just, well, I rode from my dad's house to my grandma's house and back. Um, the first part of the trip, well, there's two ways to get to my grandma's house, and there's one way which has a very nice, very new, well, not very new, but a very nice cycle path uh, that goes, you know, at 50% of the whole way there, and you can just cruise at a great speed, and you have a good time. Um, I, for some reason, took the back way, which is, you know, a smarter person would have gone, oh, that's a terrible idea, why would you do that? And then, well, I did it anyways. Um, and you know what, it was pretty terrible. But you know what, I had podcasts to listen to, and um, I guess it was kind of fun. And then I got to my grandma's house, and, you know, well, the rest of the ride went, I would say, pretty much without a hitch. Um, and then I got to my grandma's house, and I had some pancakes in my backpack, I had pancakes and water, uh, delicious lunch, get you through. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of set off back. It was an hour there, hour back. Um, wonderful ride. And, you know, if you ever get the chance to ride something like that, like a two-hour ride, uh, just traveling all over the city or between two cities like I did, uh, I do recommend it because it is fun. It is fun. Um, it's good. So, highly recommend it. Anyways, today's topic is about something totally different than cycling or about my food or being in Florida. Uh, but I did just want to give a little bit of update about how my life is going, you know, in case anybody cared. Um, there you go. There you go. So, anyways, let's get into this podcast. Now, I've been thinking about, I've been toying with the idea of writing articles going with um, this podcast series and I've written an article for this one and I've published it on WordPress however I don't know how much I'm going to keep up with it because eh, you know it's a lot of work and, and I feel like if I'm juggling between you know posting it on podcast stuff or, and posting the YouTube videos that also doing the articles maybe a bit much maybe I'll write the articles for my own and may, maybe I'll post them on WordPress I don't know just if anybody wants to tell me you know, if you like the, if you want to read the article as well, then just, um, yeah, just let me know. So anyways, uh, as you may have seen, the title is going to be about, uh, turning 26 years old because 26 is, ah, it's a difficult age for many people because it is an age where you get, um, I would say for me, it was the age where I stopped feeling like a child and started feeling not necessarily like a child, but like my generation was done growing up. And I felt like my generation had gone on from uh, 
growing up and now we are becoming the adults of the world and i think it's hard because you know you always consider yourself a child and all of a sudden it's like you look around and you realize that like you know not really you know these people in high school they're graduating high school and they're eight years younger than you you know it's like you graduated high school and then another people went through high, another set of people went through high school and then those people went through high school so you're like two full high school graduations apart from these people and you realize wow okay that's scary <laughs> so i'll go ahead and talk about um for me what i felt when i turned 26 how i dealt with it and what i could recommend for people who maybe will struggle with that or could see themselves struggling with it in the future or perhaps are you know older than myself but are still you know having trouble dealing with it so well, let's go ahead and get into this Okay, so as I said, uh, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be 26 and when you turn, you know, you turn that, uh, I guess, special age and you uh, you start becoming an adult and you kind of start feeling these feelings of, like, you know, responsibility and you feel like, oh, where am I supposed to go with my life? So let's go ahead and go through this a little bit. So uh, we're going to start with, apologies for the clicks, you know, I'm just referring to my notes here. Uh, so I think the first idea is just simply not feeling young anymore, like not feeling like you are... The child anymore you don't feel like you have all this time and you feel like you know there's a lot of stuff coming you know when you're a child you have this feeling of like carelessness and you have this feeling of well not carelessness but like freedom and you don't have to worry about things you know it's like yeah sure things are happening in the world but what does it matter i'm a child you know it's like i'm a teenager even up to 18 years old it's like what does it matter you know it doesn't really matter that much to you but when you're an adult all of a sudden it's like the housing market starts going down and you think well actually I kind of wanted to buy a house in the next few years. I hope it goes back up, you know? Stocks are changing. Hmm, how do I deal with this? You know, it's like, this is this is my money that's actually being affected, you know? And so there's all these responsibilities and things that come along with being adult. But of course, there's a lot more freedom as well, I would say. Some people uh, would disagree. And I think for some people that is true uh, in the sense that where, you know, you become an adult now, you, all of a sudden you're locked to... Um, you know, earning money as much as you can and providing as much as you can. Not everybody has uh, the situation in which you are able to be uh, as free as you'd hope to be. Um, and of course, well, I, I don't really have much uh, advice for people who are stuck in the cycle of always earning and always, you know, paying off bills and stuff like that, because I'm not really a financial counselor and that's not really what I, I know about. So I can't really give advice on that. Um, but I will give advice and, you know, as someone who's lived through this and someone who does teach and, and deals with teenagers, um, I think, you know, maybe I'll have some advice that I hope works for some people. Now, of course, as I said, you know, when you're a kid, it's like you kind of get, you know, you can play video games or you can read and stuff like that. And as an adult, you don't really get to do that. And I think, you know, and it's, oh, I think the biggest thing as well is also just the changing uh, fashions and trends and things like that when you kind of realize that like the stuff that you thought was popular and thought was cool when you were a kid is no longer you know popular anymore and you feel like these kids don't know anything they don't know the cool stuff like that like the cool stuff is is here it's it's where where i am and and these kids they just they just don't know and but you know truth is that well, they do know because that's the cool stuff as a kid now and you're kind of bringing in the old stuff with you and it's, it's becoming less popular because that's just it's just not there anymore you know it's like let's say 
kids won't watch the same TV shows as you because those TV shows were canceled six years ago. And, and six years ago, these kids were probably 10 or 12 or something like that, or, you know, even 14 at the time. They didn't really watch it that much because, you know, you were 20 at the time. And, you know, it can be a bit scary because you feel like, well, hold on, I've always been the young person, but now I'm not the young person anymore. But, you know, the good thing is there, there is stuff to kind of, if you reframe your mindset, I think there's, there's a way to kind of let go of the past and kind of hold on to the future and kind of bring yourself into the future with, with roaring, thunderous applause by your own self because you have to or, or else you do get left behind. Um, and, and I think we've all met people before who you can kind of tell that they are struggling growing up, you know, and some people never do. They're 40 years old and they still kind of act like they're 18. And you kind of think, wow, what, what happened? What went wrong? And it's like, well, because they didn't, they didn't get ready for the future. They weren't prepared for the future and, and they didn't want to accept it. Okay, so um, what do I mean? Like, how can you prepare for yourself, for, uh, prepare yourself for the future? One is, of course, to make plans. Plans are always a big thing. Um, I, I like to make plans for pretty much everything I do. I always write notes on everything um, because it kind of helps you. Now, I think the biggest thing, of course, is having uh, just simply a direction in life because, you know, as a kid, you have all this time to think and you have all this time to prepare about your direction in life. But as an adult, you kind of have to start taking that direction. And well, as I said before, you have to, you have to prepare for it. You have to think of something. And, that, and that's what I did. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but so for me, well, actually, you know, we'll just get to it now. For me, what I did was, um, well, I kind of got lucky in the sense that like my first real big career decision accidentally brought me into the field that I wanted to be in. Well, maybe not accidentally, maybe I was subconsciously drawn to it. And then, of course, is teaching. And, you know, just kind of going through the years, I've over time realized that I really enjoy teaching and that's what I like to do. So that's, you know, kind of where I'm going with this. And... So what I did, though, what, I, what I've done recently, and when I was 27, actually, so a little bit after 26, was I just took a bunch of ideas and I wrote them on note cards. And so what I like to do is some people prefer to just take a big piece of paper and write it on there. And some people prefer to cut that piece of paper up into small pieces and to write on the pieces and reorganize the paper in a way that feels more comfortable. And that's what I did. I, I put all my stuff on paper and I just looked at the ideas and I just sorted them by, you know, what I thought was the best ideas and what I thought was the, I don't want to say worst ideas because it sounds like I don't like them, but the least favorable of those choices. And I sorted them into different categories. So, um, the main categories being work-related ideas and not work-related ideas. Not work consisting of things like hobbies and life goals and just different things like that. Maybe traveling and stuff. Um, and work, of course, was just the direction I wanted to go in life with work. So that's where I went with that. And and, and it's helped me, you know, in, in, well, I guess I'll just explain it a bit more. Then I'll just keep giving you more details about it. Um, so what I did was I kind of wrote down different things that I would like to do, you know, teaching, um, principling, um, just kind of different types of stuff, online education, um, you know, and, and, and I've kind of put them in their own hierarchy. And ultimately, I've decided on, well, principle is the, where, the place where I want to go. And so I wrote that on a piece of paper and I thought, you know, I started writing subnotes on there, you know, different categories on there. Like, how can I get to this location? How can I become a principal? What must I do? So, you know, I wrote down different things like, okay, well, if I want to be a principal, I'm going to need to teach first. 
right? Because I like teaching and I want to teach. So, well, I'm already teaching, but not in America. And I, and I will come back to America to teach eventually. Um, so I need to get some teaching years in because, well, I think a good principal will have experience in the education system because otherwise you're just kind of an outsider and you don't really know exactly how it goes. So, you know, get a few years teaching experience and kind of save up some money as well. Um, and then after that, of course, I've decided, you know, it's like, okay, well, become a principal. I need to get a master's in education administration probably. So I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll put that on my list. So that comes after teaching, after I've saved money, after I have that availability to do so. So I'll go on and get a master's after that. And then, of course, maybe I can go back to teaching or maybe I can work for somewhere else, but then I can start applying to different assistant principal jobs or different types of uh, administrative jobs, you know, just different ways to kind of reach my goal, like kind of going step by step by step, because obviously becoming a principal is a very big thing and that's your goal. You know, my goal is to become like a principal of a school and that's not something you can just do in two years. That's something it takes like 15 years, you know, maybe not 15 years, but you know, a long time. It's going to be like, I'm going to be like 45, you know, by the time I, I get to that. And I'm only 28 now. Um, just because, well, it's a big process. You have to have teaching experience. You have to have your master's. You have to find a job. You're probably not going to become a principal right away. You got to become an assistant principal. So there's a lot to go through. But, you know, if you write it down, you kind of feel like you are, you like, you know the way you need to go. Because I feel like, you know, if you're like me, you like to have guidelines. You like to know, you know, what step is next. Because, you know, if I just wrote down, I want to be a principal and that's it. That, there's like a thousand steps between that, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like, it's like if someone just said, okay, you're on one side of the forest, get to the other side of the forest. That's where I want you to be. The other side of the forest, have fun. You'd be like, well, where do I enter the forest? How do I get through the forest? You know, what, what, like, what are some things that I'm going to encounter in the forest? And like, you know, if you write all this stuff down, you'll be prepared for when it happens. You feel like, you know, it's like if you can check off like, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And you feel like, okay, I'm making progress on my ideas. And so that's why I find the, the paper, the planning helps you to kind of um, grab for the future. Because then you feel like not only do you have a direction in life, but you also kind of have sub-directions to let you know you're on the right path and let you know you're making progress towards this. And of course, the other ones, as I talked about, so that was work. The other ones I talked about were hobbies. Um, now, hobbies, of course, include things like podcasting. Of course, I do this for fun. Uh, writing articles, which I've also started doing. This one I've also written as an article. Um, it'll be on WordPress. So it's EGA podcast wordpress.com i'll include a link somewhere probably um and you can read the article on this and you'll see pretty much the same ideas because i mean that'll be the idea some people prefer to read some people prefer to listen um i like both so i did both anyways so yeah so i mean other ones include hobbies as i said which include um podcasting which i've already started that's you know that was on the plan as well um, and that just simply included, you know, what do I need first? Well, I need to get a microphone and then I need to kind of think of topics that I can talk about. And then I need to kind of find a place where I can post it. I need to find how I can share it and I need to find, you know, how I can grow it. That's the hard part. That's what I'm working on now, how to grow it. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but you know, sharing it helps. And, oh, sorry, terrible podcasting etiquette. Forgot to turn off my dings. Um, anyways, yeah. Okay, okay, the problem has been solved. 
Uh, no worries now, everything is good. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, Alright, anyways. So, uh, let's get back into this. So anyways, what I was talking about, of course, was hobbies. And now I was talking, I was kind of illustrating how I did it with podcasting. And how I'm kind of doing it with writing as well now. Um, because a book is also on my list. Of course, it's on like, everybody's list to write a novel one day. But you know what? I figured I may as well try. That's always, I always say that's my two big goals. A novel and an album. And hopefully I'll get there eventually. I like playing music and I like writing, and I think I think eventually those two will realize themselves, or I'll realize those things, and and I'll be able to do them no problem. And 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 I hope that's something I'll be able to do. Um, and like I said, I've also got those different topics written down as well, and I and I write them on different places. And oftentimes I'll use Google Documents or I'll use my Notes app on my phone, uh, just simply because those are easy. They're they're convenient to do. But I also have a little. Uh, moleskin notebook that I was given um, for my birthday and it works fantastic because it's well it's just a nice little little notebook to carry around with me and I like pen and paper you know um, pen and paper for me is just more satisfying anyways <laughs> so anyways so let me get back into the big part of this which of course is you know how to mentally prepare yourself for the future because I mean the hardest part of course is just kind of accepting that you're not young anymore, that you're not the young person anymore, and that you are an adult. You have to do these things. I think acceptance is, and, and I think that's always just the biggest thing in life. It kind of gets rid of, I don't want to say all <laughs> problems, but it gets rid of a lot of problems. Acceptance of things. And accepting the fact that you're not young and accepting the fact that you're an adult does help a lot because then you kind of, you can stop fighting and start working. I don't mean working in the sense of a job, I mean working on, you know, yourself and doing the things that you want to do. You know, for example, if you're an artist and, you know, you feel like, oh, I'm just like, I want to be young, I want to do this, I want to do that. But, you know, it's like, can't really do that anymore. Like, how can I become an artist? I'm not an artist. I don't know exactly how you would do it, but, you know, you could start writing steps. You know, for example, you could make your Instagram account. You could start posting your art on there, or you could start submitting it to shows, or you could start just doing whatever, you know, to get your art out there. Kind of, I guess, the same as I do for podcasts is just simply putting yourself out there and trying as hard as you can to get people to notice it because that's what you want. You know, as a child, I feel like you, you always have this constraint that like, oh, well, I'm just a child. I've got so much time to do stuff now. And I feel like as an adult, kind of having a bit of a time crunch, that feeling of, you know, okay, like life's not infinite anymore. <laughs> you know, you feel like, okay, maybe I should start putting the pressure on myself because I don't have as much time as I thought. And I, and I feel like I should push towards it. You know, um, now, now that's not to give you an existential crisis of, you know, life is short. You know, I, I always <laughs> I always have a joke, which is life's not short. It's the longest thing you'll ever do. But I mean, it is true, really, because, you know, once you're dead, that's it. So, but that's OK. It's OK. Everybody does. You know, you just leave the best impact on the world that you can and influence as many lives as you can. And and, you know, with your influence out there, people continue talking about you long after you're gone and your soul will live on forever. So don't worry about that. Your effect is much more important than your corporeal form. But this isn't a philosophical podcast, is it? Well, sometimes it feels like it. Um, but anyway, so, like, getting into the age thing, though, the biggest thing I always um, reference is Alan Rickman. I mean, you'll know Alan Rickman from, I always say, he's Hans Gruber from Die Hard, or if you, if you prefer, he's also Professor Snape from Harry Potter. He didn't become a big-name actor until he was 42. However... His first acting role was Hans Gruber from Die Hard, which is a pretty big way to start. However, you know, like, 42. 
right? Like if you're 26, 42 is, is how long away? 18 years away. That's well over half of your life. Well, what am I trying to say? Basically, it's, it's a long way away from 26, right? 18 years. Imagine from when you were born until you're 18. That was a long time. Now imagine between 26 to 42. And Snape didn't become Snape until well after that. You know, Die Hard was like 1983. Snape was like, what, 1999 or something like that. So it was quite a bit. So he must have been in his 50s before he became Snape got time you know time is like there's so much pressure i think on being kind of quote unquote old that i think it scares people a lot i think we need to get rid of that stigma because it's like a lot of people think oh i'm 30 now i can't really do much but like think like when you're 70 years old and you think back to when you're 30 you're gonna go i was so young then you know it's like when you're 28 now and you thought you were old at 21 but you look back at 21 and you know you look at 20 year old one year olds now and you think they don't they don't know as much as, as they think they do. And I didn't know as much as I thought I did. And, you know, it's just like, I don't know. Like, growing old is just something you have to accept. So, I mean, basically the, the main idea of all this, and I hope I didn't ramble too much because I did try to take an article I wrote and turn it into a podcast, which is a lot harder than I thought. Um, but basically just kind of, if I had to sum this all up, maybe you've skipped all the way to here. If I had to sum all this episode up, which is just simply, you know, accept that you're not young anymore, accept that you are getting older, and accept where you need to go in life. Make a plan, make steps to get there. I would say, if you're going to make a life plan, write no less than five steps to get there. Or, you know, more the better. Eight, even, if you can. So, just, you know, accept it and that'll be it all right so let's go ahead and i want to talk about a few things as well which is going to be uh something that is important to me maybe important to you as well that ding was my watch i can't believe it dinged again um but hey i'm sorry but it did give me a good transition maybe i should use that little ding ding to be the transition because i do want to talk about i don't have a drum here so i can't drum roll uh i could get my ukulele uh, no. Anyways, sports. Sports! Sports are back. Sports. The important sports that I like. The English Premier League. Maybe you watch the English Premier League. I certainly do. Let's go ahead and bring up the scores. You know, for example, if you uh, were wanting to watch that. And I'll tell you about the one I wanted to watch. So, starting off the week, of course, with Brentford and Arsenal 2-0. Uh, that was... I can't believe it. Can you believe that Brentford beat Arsenal? I can't believe it at all. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, so maybe if you're not familiar with it, Brentford just came up. Uh, and they used to be in lower leagues. They haven't been in the top flight since 1947, something like that. And they beat Arsenal, who have been a mainstay, a, a huge club in the English Premier League forever. And they came up, first season in here, first game back, boom, slammed them 2-0. Manchester United beat Leeds 5-1. Leicester beat Wolves 1-0. Chelsea beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Watford 3-2 to Aston Villa, Everton 3-1, Southampton, Burnley and Brighton, Brighton 1-2-1, Liverpool, Norwich 3-0, Liverpool wins, uh, Tottenham, Man City 1-0, and of course the big one, which is the one I care about the most, West Ham beat Newcastle 4-2, I can't believe it, oh, it's been such a wonderful day of sports, well, Sunday was, it's Tuesday now, <laughs> I'm gonna release this on a Tuesday anyways, so, you know what, 
you've probably already seen them. If you haven't, there you go. There's all the scores. Uh, I'm so excited for the English Premier League to be back. It is my favorite sport, football, alongside cycling and running. But I watch football. I don't really watch cycling, and I definitely don't watch running. That would be... I don't know, that would be unusual. <laughs> but anyways, the football's back. I hope you liked it. I hope you like sports. If you don't, that's okay. Nobody, Not everybody likes sports. Um, but if you do like sports, please let me know because I like to talk to people about sports. <laughs> Alrighty then. So anyways, thank you so much for listening. The sports ball corner will probably be longer next week because I will have more stuff prepared. Um, I'll try to make it, you know, I think, I think the idea will be like intro yeah, and then maybe like 20 minutes of topic five to ten minutes of sports and then you know goodbyes and stuff like that i don't know just trying to take it into a more sustainable format something that people kind of enjoy like a radio show where you kind of get a lot of information all at once you learn something and then you hear about some sports or you hear about a fun story who knows anyways thank you so much for listening i'm sorry that this one is late i've been here i've been busy at my parents house doing stuff um, but i hope you enjoyed the episode share it if you like it it's all over the place apple Google, Spotify, Anchor, the other ones. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Try to read the article if you can, and goodbye.